The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. January 18th, 2023, and welcome to another midweek hump day edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM, where yours truly, Neville James. It's a high visibility day in the Virgin Islands. Seriously, um, we could see over the pond. Uh, I believe this is the highest visibility day we've had in a long, long time. When I came over the top of the hill, uh, on the backside of Richmond, the Richmond contentment area, I actually saw one of the BVI, uh, one of the BVIs, one of the British Virgin Islands, a little small one over there to the right. Now, we could see um, the western part of St. John um, looking nice. It really is a high visibility, a beautiful day in paradise. It was nice and, you know. Nippy, last night and coming into the studio this morning. As the weather people told us, you know, it's going to be here for a while. And we like it like this. Go use some showers, keep the island green, and all that good stuff. So, you know, we're keeping a, a eye on, you know, how um, January weather is here in the tropics. Uh, Tropic of cancer, that is. Right? Because, you know, Capricorns in the southern. Uh, hemisphere. However, <clears throat> there is some cause for concern. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yesterday's uh, COVID-19 data, um, frankly speaking, was not good. Okay? Got high testing and a high positivity rate. Okay? Um, 545 negatives. 106 positives. 16.28 positivity rate. Now, that ain't as high as Omicron. But that's uh, over three times um, our established threshold of 5%. So clearly we're going through um, a surge here uh, in the territory, specifically on the Big Island. Of the 106 Positives in yesterday's um, data drop. 93 were on St. Croix. 12 were on St. Thomas and 1 were on St. John. Right now we had 268 positives, actives, territory-wide. 230 on St. Croix. 36 on St. Thomas and 2 on St. John. Let me pull up my computer here just to put this in. Even more um, isolated context, 230 divided into 268, 86%, 85.8% of the positive actives are here on the Big Island. And that's a direct correlation to the festival. So I'd say between now and 
um, the end of the month, the early part of February when there's less congregating. St. Croix, you got to be very careful. If you go wear your masks and all that stuff. That's right. Um, so, uh, please uh, don't feel any way. Um, I say over the next uh, two weeks or so, uh, with our guests, uh, if we go the remote uh, route, uh, I, I think today's guests had already been uh, lined up, but if we go the remote route for obvious reasons, um, given uh, what we're dealing with here on St. Croix. St. John, you know, I go, yeah, I'll credit myself. I go, I really don't, I really have a problem taking it to this, to this uh, coronavirus. Two of the 268 actives are on St. John and 36 are on St. Croix. So the remainder, the the 14 point just just under fourteen point two percent on St Thomas and St John and uh, that that's actually minuscule on St and uh, St John point zero zero seven four percent not even a tenth of a percent or a hundredth of a percent actually uh, yeah not even a hundredth of a percent because uh, two sixty eight is is over two hundred. Then there's two uh, on St. John. Nationally, um, the 13% whole and steady. I was wondering if that number from yesterday may have been a little skewed because of the uh, the weekend and the holiday on Monday, but the 13% whole and steady hospitalizations are down. Um, they had peaked, uh, let me see, they're at 41,280 now. That number had gotten as high as 47,191. Last week, Tuesday, on January 10th. Uh, ICU patients uh, had gotten down, has gone down some, almost 500. Yeah, because it was as high as 5,637. Now it's at 5,156. Average deaths are in the 500 range. Yeah, so we're keeping an eye out uh, for that. It was not a good day. On Wall Street yesterday, Dow was down 391.76 points, uh, 1.14 percent. 20 percent of the uh, blue chip stocks saw gains, just six, and uh, 24 of the 30 uh, saw losses. Nasdaq was up. Just over a tenth of a percent at point one four percent. S and P five hundred was down um, a fifth of a percent, point two zero, and uh, Russell two K was down fifteen one hundredth of a percent, point one five percent. So, uh, going through some uh, <clears throat> some trying times, of course. You know, one of the big issues uh, that um, keeping an eye on is in Congress. The debt ceiling, um, the Treasury Secretary, uh, Janet Yellen, was speaking about uh, America's um, cash levels, uh, 
debt levels and all that stuff. So yeah, keep eye on that. That's the last thing we need now. Now I know uh, there are those who are uh, like to um, just see confusion. Check and that's somebody. You know, Thursday. That's just, that's what I was looking for. Um, Yellen uh, warns Congress that Thursday uh, they could hit the debt limit. And she sent a letter uh, to, to Congress um, late last week. Uh, and, and at the Treasury this month will begin taking certain extraordinary measures to prevent the, prevent the United States from defaulting on its obligations. Now, of course, you know, the politics is such that there are those who don't care. You know, if they got a lot of money and the government goes belly up, so what? I'm okay. Uh, she said the Treasury is not able to estimate how long those emergency actions will allow the U.S. to pay for government obligations, she wrote. But it is unlikely that cash and extraordinary measures will be exhausted before early June. So they got some time. Uh, to work, and she she warned McCarthy, or excuse me, Speaker McCarthy, that it is quote critical that Congress act in a timely manner to increase or suspend the debt limit. Failure to meet the government's obligations would cause irreparable harm to the U.S. economy, the livelihoods of Americans, and global financial stability. I respectfully urge Congress to act promptly to protect the full faith and credit of the United States. And uh, there wasn't a um, response, immediate response from Speaker McCarthy's office, but the the White House Secretary, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, told reporters Friday, Congress is going to raise the debt, is going to need to raise the debt limit without condition. It is one of the basic items that Congress has to deal with, and that should be done without conditions. So there's going to be no negotiation over it. This is something... That must get done. So, you know, we'll see what happened the last time uh, they increased the federal debt limit. That was in December of 2021, which was 13 months ago. And they increased the debt limit to $31.4 trillion. So, keeping an eye on what's going on uh, up the way. Um, because... Uh, you know, instability, you know, that could be avoided, um, to me, is, you know, paramount. Because a lot of people are depending on their elected officials you know, to provide leadership and to avoid uh, unnecessary setbacks, you know, so... This thing about left versus the right and all that stuff. Yeah, we got we got to make that. We got to put that on pause. I, I know there's politics involved and uh, and all that stuff, but at some point you got to do what's best uh, for the people of the Virgin Islands. Now back to COVID nineteen. I forgot to mention. Um, the territory recorded its 129th death. A 64-year-old man from St. Thomas. 
So uh, that's two in a row. Actually, I believe it's three in a row now. Um, where a lily man uh, from St. Thomas uh, have passed away. So definitely sending out condolences to everyone who's lost a loved one. Um, to include those that are COVID nineteen related. And I keep you know telling people that's why we had on um uh, Dr. Hunt Caesar last week. Right? Do not take this uh endemic condition that we're in now lightly. Okay? Free COVID nineteen and flu vaccines are available for adults at the territories community health clinics at the Charles Howard Complex on St. Croix uh, and the Schneider Regional Medical Center on St. Thomas, and both shots can be administered at the same time. Department officials have said those who need boosters should bring their vaccine card and a photo ID. On St. Croix, the community health clinics have moved from the Charles Howard Memorial Complex site to the second floor of the Number 35, Castle Coakley Unit 5, formerly known as the Old Caribbean Home Center Building. And vaccines for both COVID-19 and influenza will be available Monday to Thursday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. No appointment is needed for either vaccine. On St. Thomas, the vaccines are available in the community health clinic on the second floor of the Schneider Regional Medical Center, Monday to Thursday, 9 a.m. to noon, and 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Anyone wanting a flu vaccine on St. Thomas is asked to call 340-774-7477 to arrange an appointment on St. John. Vaccines are available during the Wednesday, which is today, weekly testing event, in the v- Virgin Islands Port Authority gravel lot from 12 noon to 3 p.m. For children now, COVID-19 and flu vaccines for children aged six months or older in both districts are available through the Maternal Child Health Clinics. Please make an appointment by calling 340-244-0016 on St. Croix. Right, I'll repeat the St. Croix number. 340-244-0016. And St. Thomas, 340-777-8804, extension 2600. Okay? The St. Thomas number for COVID-19 and flu vaccines for children aged six months or older, 340-777-8804, extension 2600. And on St. John, 340-776-6400. Okay, St. John, the number for uh, children age six months or older looking for uh, COVID-19 and flu vaccines, 340-776-6400. Okay? Anyone seeking... A COVID-19 booster is reminded to bring both their COVID-19 vaccine card and a photo identification with them. Okay? So there have been some logistical changes. Okay? Um, uh, 
the community health clinics um, for St. Croix. There's been a change there. It is no longer at the Charles Howard Memorial site up here in Estate Richmond. Okay, it's in the old Caribbean building right across from Sunny Isle, the eastern part of Sunny Isle across from Wendy's. Okay. Now, um, COVID-19 testing is available at the Charles Howard parking lot on St. Croix. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. So there's no testing today. Okay. From 9.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Okay, there's a... Uh, no, no, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. on St. Croix. Okay? That's the Charles Howard parking lot here on St. Croix. That's for COVID-19 testing. But for the vaccines, the Caribbean building, the old Caribbean building, over there on the sunny outside. So we're keeping an eye on this uh, wave on the St. Croix side, okay? Because the numbers uh, don't lie. 230 of the 268 actives are currently here on the Big Island. You know, we're going to get through this. And I'm confident of that. Because, you know, um, the waves happen. You know, and the best way to to deal with the waves is arm, to arm your body. You know, protect yourself. Uh, get vaccinated. What have you know, there's some uh, certain conditions for folks um, that, you know, put bodies at risk because of the nature of the vaccine. So that's understandable. But for the most part... Um, let's get a higher percentage of our population uh, vaccinated so we can protect ourselves to the best of our ability. And the boosters keep getting updated uh, as well. So what we do is we'll take a break. Uh, and we'll be back uh, right after this. A beautiful day in paradise. A hump day. A third hump day of the year. Be back right after this. Forum, a nonprofit organization since 1996, is proud to present the 18th Water Island Festival. Two nights of eclectic music from artistic director Julian Gargiulio. Friday, January 20th and Saturday, January 21st at the Prior Jolic Hall on Antilles campus. Friday's performance, Looking Forward While Remembering the Past, and Saturday's, Looking Back While Dreaming of the Future will feature 10 musicians in an interactive musical experience. The courtyard opens at 6 with fair from Amelia Cafe and live music from Anthony School Music Department and the UVI Steel Pan Ensemble, Pan Yard Vibes. For more info, theforumusvi.org, 646-725-3353 or theforumusvi at gmail.com.
What is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big it, cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here and analyze this. Uh, just answering a, a text message here. Um, to take care of that. Yeah, so, um, of course, you know, a um, couple of things last night. Uh, our our um, Jerome Tang, coach of Kansas State University, they won a big game against Kansas. And uh, so we uh, definitely want to give Coach Tang a shout-out and thank him, actually, for being our guest one time. We spoke about it. You know, he's the head coach now, and he was the assistant head coach at uh, Baylor when they won the NCAA title in 2021, but now he's calling the shots at Kansas State. So I definitely want to uh, give him uh, a shout-out. Uh, we got uh, is that Tony Henry. Uh, on the line, uh, the one and only uh, Dwayne Henry. Um, you know, I had to reach out to you this morning because, first of all, yeah. good morning, good morning, Attorney Henry. Good how morning, are you? Sir, how are you? Good. Good morning, everyone. You know, I had to reach out to you because I've always gotten guidance from you from the very inception of when the uh, the pandemic uh, hit us, uh-huh. and now you know this is what this is January. Mid January and it hit us. It hit us mid March. So that's thirty four months ago. It seemed like yesterday. Jesus, I'm bad. Wow, it seemed like yesterday. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And at the time, you were uh, legal counsel for uh, the Department of Health and uh, providing, uh, in my estimation, you know, the kind of leadership right. that 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 we needed. No, no, no. We got to figure out, right? Um, or is this something we just have to live with? How? The festival is going to impact us because we pretty much could have predicted this, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the we'll see because um, and then we got some other big events. We just had the big Martin Luther King event in Fredericksburg. Um, so the you know the, 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 in addition to us having these celebra- celebrations, rather um, at this time, remember. The, the virus now has mutated is a new variant of Omicron, and China have the Lunar New Year. So, remember this whole thing, the big spread three years ago was China's Lunar New Year? Mm-hmm. When, the ex, when the expats went home, 
and then came back to the states with it. And uh, of course, and of course, um, that, we're afraid. We're afraid of that kind of surge again. In addition to us being out and about with all these celebrations, and 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 of course, um, Seattle was the first the first city mm-hmm. that that yes. impacted that that was impacted. Of course, that's that's a major, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a yeah. West Coast major major Pacific Rim conduit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, that was in January too, and it, it took sixty days, and we're still dealing with this sixty day lag because um, the, uh, the 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 pundits. The aficionados, um, they were worried about this. What, what we're dealing with now, they dealt with it. I don't know if they dealt with it on a, on a, on a lesser level, but um, uh-huh. back in November, right? November, they were. They, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And they continue to. They got the the the, the tridemic of the. You know, they they're dealing with three different things. People are actually dropping left and right from RSV, COVID, and um, and the flu. So. Um, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, or, or or get get your flu shot and all that stuff, right? Listen, now, listen, I got about fifteen COVID shot plus a flu shot. So, <laughs> <laughs> I I am double boosted. I go get my I go get myself triple and quadruple boosted at some point. You know what I'm saying? But um, uh-huh. but. I got but the, I got the Bavarian actually just before the holiday season in, anticip- in anticipation yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But but the real question is, is this going to be the norm every single um, festival season? Because we know we can't regate him. And, and that, drone, right. that drone shot that we saw uh, um, at Juve, oh, wow. at Juve where the, for King Street from Dung, 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 mm-hmm. Dung, Dung by the... the, um, the the fort all the way up to the yeah. top there, Durant Tower. People like people like peas. Yeah. Yes, I've never seen a Juve, not even on St. Thomas. I've never seen anything like that. And you know, St. Thomas, especially back in the day, was known for enormous Juves. And um, I've never seen it like that on St. Croix. So, you know, I said, you're not here to shake, but I was like, well, this is a doctor's dream, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because um, they ain't necessarily trying to get infected, and we're still still learning about the the, the virus, even though we're three years right. in. You check what I'm saying? And, so, and, and could also you know, Commissioner Infecting Kanesiong and and whole squad, you know, they did a great job the first time around, and 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 you know, let everybody know that the clinics have moved to um, Caribe, the old Caribe lumber yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Charlie plug out definitely Department of Health. Yeah. Um, you know, because people really need to go out there, and it's still available, and it's going to become, they're going to start charging you for it, you know, so people really need to go get these shots while they can for free. You ain't lying, or no. You ain't lying. Everything at some point um, coming at a price. Now, I was watching TV last night. I said, just imagine you go get ESPN Plus to watch a hockey uh-huh. game. I remember when when we first get cable TV, <laughs> all, all these things were for free. Now, yes. now, now, now these things are a premium. Twitter, right? Yes. Twitter, tw- yes. Twitter got the eight dollar a month, the eight ninety nine a month. Um, mm. the, the the blue, the the Twitter the blue, blue, the blue check, the blue check. Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean everything. You right for sure. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for 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 mentioning that because you know things that we custom to believe gonna be a handout forever. Ain't that any case at all. Not at all. As a matter of fact, the Pfizer, they're complaining because I think it's the end of this month. They're going to start charging you. The Pfizer vaccine is going to charge like $140-something. You know, 
you know, it, it got a limit to everything, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. We we are still dealing with the, the ravages of this, this virus, right? The, the, the president got ahead of himself calling it over at some point last year. That was a mistake, and that's, that, that's not typical of him. I, I believe right. I, I believe he was advised that he could take that he could take that position. Maybe it was a political thing to to, to appease yes. some of those some of those folks in the middle. You check what I'm saying, uh-huh. but you can't look at these numbers where you're averaging over 550 deaths a day and say the pandemic over. No, sir. Right, but but there's, there's, you know there's people up to now that refuse to admit that that a pandemic even exists. So, you know, it's, it's, it's you, you know, li- you, you have differences of opinions and stuff like that. And you, but at some time, you got to say, look, this is insane. This can, what, what I'm saying cannot possibly be true. You know, you got, you got, you know, um, criticize yourself, you know, the dialectic, you got to submit yourself to criticism and self-criticism, you know? You, you know, you got to say, well, let me see if, if, if Neville says such and such, let me see what Neville talking about. That's all. Don't take my don't take my word don't take my word for it don't take my word for it don't take my word for it you know even though I I want to believe I'm a student of the data and all that stuff don't take my word for it go look at the numbers yourself you check yes look at the numbers and you'll see and 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 here and in particular our situation right which you know we can't take this for granted counselor because this time of year remember now we're very attractive. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And they come yes. in here. The, tran- yes. the, the, the transients are working their way through here. This is this this is heaven on earth. I was like I said, I come over the hill today. Visibility is awesome. I could see small. I could see the BVI Islands from the top there by yes. the big tank. A, a rich man. You check what I'm saying. So when people right. when people land in here and yesterday I driving, I driving and I see 82 degrees. I said, oh gosh, there are people who are freezing. You know what I mean? <laughs> If, if if they ever get some of this, I could see why they wouldn't want to leave. Except, and and like you said, we coming after holiday season. But then what we got next month? Fair. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and you know that's a huge event, and it's in February. This is the big tourist season for us, so we're gonna have a lot of people coming in here again. And yeah. you know, to get people from the bay. I was watching. Um, WBAL Baltimore TV last night on, on the internet. I go watch a lot of DC area stuff. You know, I got connections to the area. And every other commercial was the U- the new US Virgin Islands. Uh, was uh, rid- rhythmly, not naturally rhythm, or natural rhythm, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the new tourism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're pumping it big up there in, in, in the northern climate. So people are going to come. B. Divorcing. We we've lived here all our life. We and and for most of us who may have uh, matriculated on the mainland, we know what it's like when November come and we can't wait for Christmas break to call home for two or three weeks. Okay. The, the lucky ones are the ones who school used to let them out like um, the fifteenth. The fifteenth of December. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> you vex when you gotta go up until like the twentieth or the twenty first. You're like man. I my partner then from such and such college not got home two weeks ago. <laughs> um, that was what he did. No, 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 no. Those, those are <laughs> I want them back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want them back. Uh, because so, 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 what, what should we be, 
what what should we be we, we telling like the Department of Education from a guidance standpoint? Because uh, we just don't want to talk about um, the data. Uh, we want to use uh -huh. the data so that it could benefit us. Um, should should there be a, a higher level of alert given um, what we're dealing with? Because the last thing we would want is significant outbreaks at the school. Now, we've learned to live with it, but we can't uh -huh. take anything for granted. Right. Um, you, you, I'm glad you brought up Department of Education. Now, uh, you know, I'm more of a policy guy and I'm not a, a medical um, doctor, even though I play one on the internet. <laughs> but, um, right. The, <laughs> because everybody on the internet is an expert. But, but honestly, um, they, they, um, they, I, I don't know the department. I think they did have these code things. I don't know if they still do, but there should be a heightened level of awareness. There should be um, Department of Education should be encouraging behavioral changes. Um, I know a lot of kids have um, you know washed their hand a little bit more, and you know they're not coughing in people's face that much. Uh, I'm not saying that we should go back to masks, but you know if the kids want to wear a mask, they should be able to wear it in a, a bully-free environment and that kind of stuff. That's, I think that's what the Department of Education should be going with this, and like a gentle party. And, and you know, the, the, the nurse and staff, you know, with, with educational programs, look, kids, don't forget this. And the teachers could also, you know, with um, posters and stuff in the classrooms, I'm sure many of them still have them, you know, just reminding these kids that, hey, the party ain't over yet. You know, it's just getting started. As a matter of fact, again, because um, this is second lap, and, and, and they should... Just let me proud of the kids to, to good behavior and, and habits that, that would ensure their safety. You know, I, I, I like having you guys on, you know, you and Ducks and um, Rocky and, and Rani, uh, because uh, your terminology uh, is, is so aesthetically pleasing to the ears. The, 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 the gentle prodding, you know, I, I, like, I like that one. I really like that one for Joe, right? Yeah. Now, um, we encourage folks to go out and do their own research, right? Look at the numbers. Uh -huh. yeah. The Johns Hopkins website is such an awesome website in terms of the data that you could get, right? Yeah. And it's it's coronavirus.jhu, which is for Johns Hopkins University, dot edu, right? Coronavirus.jhu.edu. dot edu. And they got a, they got a tracking um, link here that could give you all time numbers, right? Uh -huh. Past day, past week, and past uh -huh. month, right? And and uh -huh. and I mean this is this this is awesome, you know. When 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 you think about it, um, uh -huh. because, because th there's nothing like data, right? Uh -huh. Giving you a feel for what we're dealing with at a, at a particular time, right? Yes. It's like a it's like a poll. People tend to get, uh, you know, offended or 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 excited or scared by a poll, but it's it's merely a snapshot at at, at, at that particular time, right? That's exactly what it is. And and the numbers that that we're looking at here, when we look at the past week, this is from January 10th to January 16th, which was uh, last week Monday, um, last week Tuesday through Monday, the past week. They had um, 319,602 cases, right? The record high, right? The record high was 5,640,000 um, 
and 73. The same time frame last year, right? Whoa. So this, yeah, yeah. So when you put this in its, in a proper context, right? If the record high, right, for a week was this exact same window last week, last year at 5,640,000 and we are, and, and, and our positives for that same window this year was at 319,000. We were less than 10%. Because ten percent yeah. would have been five hundred and sixty-four thousand, and 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 this this six-day this seven-day window has us at three hundred and nineteen, which is less than less than six percent, you know. So uh -huh. so so that's to me context, right? Remember, you know, I, I, I talk about what I'm a good friend. Uh, did my data mom Joan Luciano says context data without yeah. no, without context has no meaning. This is a good yeah. good example of what we're talking about here. Yes, the numbers are high, but compare. Comparably speaking, not that's not that high at all. Uh -huh. uh, 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 absolutely, and, and, and you know, John Hopkins was one of the first to develop a database tracking. As, as a matter of fact, one point early in the pandemic, it, even CDC was like quoting them. You know, it's because they they, all, they had um, they had jumped on the gun, and of course, excellent school. A lot of Virgin Islanders went there, and and some people go there for medical treatment. But but they they. They, they're tracking, like you said, puts it in a way that, you know, it's, it's not highly technical. You can get on there, you could see, you could understand. If not understand everything, you could understand the gist of, 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 what, of what's happening and, and, and where, where this pandemic is going or not going. Not only, not only that, um, you, you, there's nothing wrong with, with reaching out to one of us or one of your friends to ask them, what does data mean? You check what I'm saying, or how or how or how we should process it because, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I said, context is so important. Raw data is raw data, but context, mm -hmm. you know, when you look at it in the in the big picture, and don't forget, more people now are vaccinated now than they were back then, right? Mm -hmm. So more more bodies are armed uh, to deal. Uh, with with the ravages, we're gonna take a break when we come back. We'll talk about this a little bit more. Then I can delve into some other areas, some politics, because you know, uh, okay. the, the, the counselor is real good at at providing, um, you know, perspectives that allow for us to process everything. We'll be back right after this. St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX-FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! Or the death! Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Back here, analyze this um, a little uh, midweek uh, discussion. This ain't a this ain't a, a true bush tea thing. Yeah. This is like a uh, 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 just a, a little coffee, a little coffee to to to, to make sure that uh, you know we stay on top of things, keep us awake. You check, and we got uh, a Tony uh, doing Henry uh, joining us. Good morning, Costa. Yeah, because remember this 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 thing, this 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 wave ain't a joke. You know, when you look at the number the numbers, like the Zelda's in Thomas, in particular on the Saint Croix side, where eighty five percent of the actives are on Saint Croix, you got to take yes. this serious, Conkler. We have to, and um, and 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 another facet of the numbers is the debts. Unfortunately, we just had another debt from Saint Thomas. I think it was yeah. a sixty four year old man. Uh, this is what's happening in China too. It's it's, it's attacking the elderly. Well, you know something. Um, I, I I I'm glad that you brought that up because it shows the uncertainty, right? Uh-huh. Of 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 the pandemic, right? Here uh-huh. we are, where a majority of the positives are on Saint Croix, right? But the most recent deaths are taking place on St. Thomas, right? Yes. Right? Th- that, 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 to me, should be a, a, a solid alert that, that do not take this pandemic and this virus for granted, right? Because don't, don't, don't assume, in other words, don't assume, well, since the majority of the positives there are one island, that, that's, that's what we got to worry about. We got to worry about this thing territory-wide. Yes, yes. Yes, and, 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 and it may be affecting, and, and it seems like the virus, there's some evidence that the children are catching it more often this time around, too, as opposed to, like, in the middle of the, uh, the time, like, say, last um, winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems to be affecting both ends of the age spectrum a little bit more than it's affecting um, the people in the middle. So it's like it's like this virus is like throwing us off one time it's, it's hitting this area and then it's hitting this you know this group of people and then that group of people and 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 while it may we have a, a lot of cases it might be st croix um i don't know why um we haven't been having any deaths but it's weird that St. Thomas all the, like the last five deaths yeah yeah so 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 it's that alone really 
the trick, that 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 uh the asymmetrical nature of it. I think that's a good way to put yes, it. Right? Is, the asymmetrical nature of it where you can't assume um that 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 the 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 most extreme right ramifications of getting of getting uh infected is going to affect where the numbers are. You would think so in in principle, but that's not how it works. And it looks like Right at this point, you brought up another point, right? That this ain't just about getting infected. It's about maybe some long-term damage. That long COVID that they're talking about, right? Where, 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 where you may have been impacted seven, eight months ago, but you got underlying. Remember that? Remember that was a big concern in 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 the May, June, July part of 2020 when they really started yeah. to see what was going on. And they said if you had a particular ailment or sickness before it looked like the virus the role and that you check you exactly you, what it does. yeah you, you ain't just getting infected and looking for your, the most weakest part of your makeup exactly. and going after that exactly you're completely right um and and the numbers say something like one out of ten um um people who got covid ten percent will get long covid and you know, like you said, it 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 it, 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 it people who already had serious illness or treatment are more vulnerable. Um, than if you could have had a serious. It doesn't have to necessarily be the COVID. You may have had, um, a, a, you know, something. You know, you're not a terminal, but chronic disease before, and then you get this thing, and next thing you know, you got all this other stuff going on with you. You know, and and it's, the sad thing is that. There's a, remember, we always talk about this. There's always a percentage of people that um, that never report that they have COVID. And, you know, they're walking around here and they have this and they have that. But that's long COVID that these people are walking around with. They yes. just either don't realize it or, or, refuse, it to, or refuse to realize it. Now, now, now let, we, let, let me transition this to, um, to leadership, right? Okay. Now, now, you know, I don't have a problem with the deniers, right? But um, if you're going to be in a leadership role, at the very least, you should be responsible, right? Absolutely. Ran, Ran Paul, the Kentucky, the senator from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, everybody knows um, Mitch McConnell is a senator from Kentucky, but his counterpart, his junior, mm-hmm. is Rand Paul, who is a doctor himself, right? Yes. And he has been obsessed with going after... Dr. Fauci, right? Yes. At what point, right, are our leaders going to, I want to say, come together and realize the health of the nation is really the priority, not one's obsession with being right? Uh-huh. You know, um, um, uh, we're going to investigate Fauci. All he did was lie and all that stuff. This is somebody who is giving his... His life, his, his his professional career to infectious diseases and things of this nature. Why, why would he want to do anything that would undermine our existence? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and it could it, it only be, and like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm attributing it to mental illness of these people because nothing else explains it. This is just pure craziness, you know that that you know, that that's more important. How about putting those resources into some sort of resource? You know, as a doctor, even if he doesn't believe in the method, at least um, 
do some research or come up with alternative methods or, you know, something, something, I mean, contribute to the solution, not to the problem. Man, I couldn't say better myself. You know, we, we, we're in a situation now where we already polarize, right? The nation already polarized. Um, the politics of a, of a, of a, of a Trump, you know, and it, it worked, it, it was successful for him, right? He labeled, he, la- he labeled Washington, D.C., this swamp and he going to break it. When in reality, he went there and he had a good time while he was there, right? Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Um, no, 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 no. They, they keep talking about Washington like Washington is is to blame. In Washington is the people who go to Washington and play the game to their benefit and spin and spin things left and right, knowing fully well that they're benefiting from the way the, the structure is set up. Yes, yes. A lot of people go, you know, just like with anything, that everybody is bad, you know? You know, you can't say this. Even, I mean, I dare say, even Robin Hood was a good person. So even peace could be bad. You know? but, I like that so one. You can't just simply say that every politician is on the take. And I have friends that say this every day. They say, you know, all of them keep money. All of them. This. It's like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Well, and, and it's counterproductive. And if they are stealing money, then let's work together to get them out of there. But what they don't realize is when they're making statements of this nature, they're discouraging quality people from wanting to play a, to play a part in, in, in the elective process and the leadership process because they don't want to be subjected to these, you know, accusations that are meritless and, and baseless. Tell me about that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. No? One of our biggest problems right now is lack of quality. You know, yeah. um, uh, uh, let me let me let me put it this way: quality, depth, right? Yeah. Uh, from the standpoint that a lot of the times you're looking at at folks who aren't necessarily prepared to lead. No, they have a right to want to lead because that's that's the beauty of living in America. But uh-huh. but if you're really wanting to lead, there's a preparation dynamic that is required, uh-huh. right? Because you right. have to deal with so many different things. In particular, here when we have a a, a unicameral legislative process, I mean, I'm structure, right? Where where the legislature is responsible for everything to include zonings. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you really got to prepare to deal with all these different things. You you absolutely have to. Um, you know, and, 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 and this is why we have people like Judge Anthony Devolda Santos, Smith Johnson Williams. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's why we have people like it that's why this guy listen listen to this Neville you know and you're familiar you know he represents old Westbury you know you know you know you, you really you, what, what you're doing now is you're actually getting me to look to go buy a plane ticket to go up there to take him out you know because listen and you know Westbury because, because old Westbury is near and dear to my heart you know what I'm saying that's what I'm telling you yeah. those are very rich very intelligent people yes sir look now they're insulted you know right listen they ho- are, you see it's their Republican Party chief that, that had the press conference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the state mm-hmm. they are 
highly yeah. pissed off. Yeah, and when I say take him out, I mean literally remove him from the from the from from, from Congress. Not yes, of course. not not take him out in the extreme way. That's why I make that no. put put that proviso on the record because this is a a family show that we're talking about. We're, right. we're, we're, we're on here, but the the reality is, I mean, we've reached our lowest point with media when it comes to the story of George Anthony Devolda Santos, whoever he may be. You know what I'm saying? That yo. On the flip side, he's got to be given some kind of credit, man, for getting away with it. Listen, that's what I'm telling you. This is the craziness that this is this, you know, and and, and you know the young people are looking at that and they're like, well, shoot, if he can get away exactly. with it, why should I walk? Exactly. If he can get away with this, why should I work? Because this is fraud. Look, I, I read a story. I read a story where... And, and this, this makes it even more embarrassing. He ran in 2020 and lost, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They, 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 then, then he realized he got away with running, losing, and not being exposed. I yeah. read a story where he and this other lady were actually out there reaching out to elderly people in particular mm-hmm. for campaign contributions. Mm-hmm. And they were... Going after people' credit card on a regular basis, unbeknownst to them. Yes, well, that's that. Listen, what, 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 one person get tapped for fifteen thousand. They had to call it. They had to call them and threaten them, and then they use this conduit, right? This, 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 uh-huh. this, this um, this business that they set up as the as the intermediary for for uh-huh. for, for, for tapping your credit card. On yeah. a regular basis, and they had to go after mm-hmm. them, and then they gave back the money. So they knew they were doing what they were doing were wrong. They absolutely knew what they were doing were wrong. That, that these people use it. They have these third-party payment systems. Yes, yes, that they use for these things. And these guys, they, um, they could use to pay. They, they, they pay only works one way <laughs> back to you. So, so you send in your money. As my father there, that on my credit card, I saw some weird thing for two dollars and and change. I see. That's how they hit you with a smile amongst over time because they think you're not going to notice it. So I went to the website and it's one of those things. A third party and they said, "Oh, you may have subscribed to one of those and subscribed to nothing, you know." So I, 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 I did, you know, disputed it and it got removed. But this is what's going on. Is a lot of grifting. And 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 Santos just the other day he did a um, thing with um just yesterday they reveal Rolling Stone reveal a veteran with a dog. Yeah. Santos had this dog. Listen, this guy had so many crap going on. He had a dog, a dog charity or something, and raised five thousand dollars or something to GoFundMe, and then kept the money. Yes, and the dog, the the, the dog never never received the the the, no, the, 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 the benefits. Yeah, they euthanized the dog. Correct. I, I read that. Yeah. This is how low this guy is. I mean, if anybody, if you're an animal rights activist, you gotta be highly pissed off at this kind of behavior. You know, here it is, right? Um, we're quoting a donor. Uh-huh. The next time someone from from his campaign called, which was probably very soon after, I gave my credit <laughs> card over the phone for a thousand dollar donation. So, Santos lost the 2020 race soon afterward. However, the donor's brief interaction with Santos' first unsuccessful house bid was the beginning of a long odyssey that they said resulted in more than 
$15,000 in false credit card charges. Some of that money inexplicably went to the campaign of Tina Forte, another Republican congressional candidate in New York whose campaign had links to Santos. In other words, they they, they recognize, wait now, man, we could get over these people, man. Yes, and they're working together. And so, so, so let me do this thing. I gonna get a thousand now. Then you next time, and 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 alternating. And then the next thing you know, people got to talk, call a lawyer, got to threaten them to get back the money. Right. I mean, what 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 the electoral process and the campaign process really coming to now? We really need campaign reform in America, you big know. Time. Big time. You know, one of the one of the things um, about um, Speaker McCarthy is that he has one of the largest con- congressional packs. Yes, sir. And he wins. He don't spend the money in his district. All the money he collects is to support other candidates. That's why he wanted so this thing so bad. What is happening now is that politicians are buying other politicians. Wow. Wow. That is the name of the game. Wow. Long as you could collect money and pass that money on to people who can't fundraise themselves, you could you you have a tremendous amount of power, and not only that, Pelosi not, not only that, same thing, but I'm just uh, I didn't mention her because she's not in power anymore. But they all do it. Yeah, man. And not only that, if you are if you are so strong in your district, you ain't even got to worry about supporting your own campaign because your margin your, your margin is so big that the competition yeah. ain't one. But hold on one second, we'll take a break. Come back and wrap up this conversation after the top of the hour break. Be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green. Morning edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga... At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. 